Welcome to the FN Football Podcast, a show where two newbies talk football, females, feminism and other F words. Hey, it's Emmy. Hey, it's Amelia. And we're back. This is the second ever episode of the FN Football Podcast. And the WSL started just last weekend. And we went to our first WSL game. Chelsea versus Tottenham. Woo! So, yeah, we've got lots to talk about today. We've also got a special guest coming in, Divya, from our football team, FC Blogs. Woo! <laughs> Emmy has also told me that she's got a quiz for me. I don't know what the quiz is, but yeah. Yeah, well, seeing as you pulled that game on me last time, I thought, payback, I'm going to give you a quiz on the spot. Great. These questions are all about women's football, women's Super League. And the thing is, when I approached Amelia and said, do you fancy doing a podcast? We both got into women's football over the World Cup. What would be good to carry it on? Amelia said she'd love to get involved, but doesn't know that much about football or women's football. And I think that would be a pinch of salt because, yeah, Amelia knows nothing about football. Can I just say something? <laughs> just to defend myself. I don't know anything about men's football. Yeah. Yeah, I don't know what the Premiership is. Yeah, if I'm even saying that right, <laughs> I can play football. I know the rules. So when it comes to watching it, I've just never had a desire until the woman has now started going big and I can access it. Yes, so until those women have started inspiring you. Yeah, that's a bit unfair for me to say. Yeah, you do know about football. You know how to play it. You can commentate it on your work very well. You can assess a game. But yeah, knowing about leagues and tournaments and things like that, nah, nope, got nothing on it. So, yeah, so we've got a quiz for Amelia. We're going to talk about the start of the WSL. We've got a special guest, Divya, in, who is very knowledgeable about football and will be teaching us all about leagues. And we're going to talk about which teams we're supporting this season on the WSL. So the Women's Super League kicked off this Saturday on the 7th of September with the first match between Man City versus Man United at the Etat. Etihad. You're trying to say Etihad. Thank you. And this is a really impressive game because it actually broke the uh, record for the game, um, attendance for the Women's Super League. So I think it was like 32,000 people attended that game. I've got the exact figure. <laughs> 31,213. Okay. And what I also found out was the, that Man City's women's home ground can only hold 7,000. So they needed to play at this big stadium. Like, it just goes to show you, if you build it, they will come. Or if you allow it, they will come. <laughs> I also think, because it's so easy to get to. Yeah. Um, but I think they now need to get their ho- the um, women's home ground filled now. Yeah, for sure. Because I think the average um, audience attendance is around 823 of the average for WSL. Uh, but it's worth pointing out that these women's home grounds, as we mentioned in the first episode, they're normally quite hard to get to. They're a bit further away. They're much smaller. Like, for example, Arsenal women. I live, like, 15-minute walk from the Arsenal stadium. Arsenal women's stadium, where they play, is, like, the other side of London. Like, it takes, like, an hour to get to. Yeah, it's up in the overground. I don't know. But we need to make the effort. We do need to make the effort because the more we do that, it shows that people are interested in women's football and they'll start bringing in those games to the bigger stadiums or making, making them a bit more accessible. And we went to the Chelsea versus Tottenham game. It was sold out, but only 25,000, was it? It was 25,000 in the end, which is still impressive because it's five times the record previously held for a Chelsea women's game. 
in terms of number of spectators. So really great. But we were having a chat about this earlier, weren't we? Like the stadium sold out 44,000 tickets to go and see Chelsea women play at Chelsea men's home grounds, Stamford Bridge, but only 25,000 people showed up. So what happened to the rest of those people? I think it's because they made it free. If you make something free, you decrease the value of it. And if you wake up and you're like, oh, I'm not too sure I didn't fancy it today or something else has come up. Or if you live really far away, away from London, you might be like, oh, I'll just get tickets just in case I'm in London and you're not. So I think, yeah, I think they made an error there, like putting it as free, I think. No, I, no, I, I see where you're coming from, Emmy. But we still got 25,000! We had a great time. Final score was 1-0 to Chelsea. A really good game. I think Tottenham did really well to not let that goal margin get any higher. Another team that was promoted, just like Man United. And again, they've really shown that they deserve to be in this league. They do deserve it. And they're going to be the team that I'm supporting this season. Emmy, that's news. Which I will explain later. Um, But yeah, they did really well. Um... Really great goal from Bethany England from Chelsea. She played really, really well. But anyway, um, we've got some great um, sound clips from the game that me and Emmy took of us commentating. Okay, it's the second half. I think. Oh, wait, 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 sorry, sorry. Oh, well, good goalkeeper. The goalkeeper came really far out just then. The defender has cleared it, so that's fine. Anyway, so that was what, the 48th minute? Okay. It's, yeah, go on, Emmy. <laughs> it's been an exciting game. Um, Chelsea scored really early on. Beth England scored a goal in four minutes. I said that she'd be the first to score. Uh, but yeah, really good game. Tottenham have done really, re- well. really well to stop Chelsea scoring again in that first half. Uh, had a few good chances. Haven't seen that much great forward play from Tottenham yet. But Gemma Davison, give a shout out to her. Yeah. Excellent, I think, this game. Yeah, Gemma Davison, number seven for Tottenham. Got the uh, orange boots on. Orange boots, as you like to call her, orange boots. Uh, she's had some really good plays. Oh, come on, come on, Tottenham. Just take a shot. What? So close. No one there for the rebound. That's what I'm saying. Tottenham is putting the pressure on and they are getting some moments in this game. It's not just Chelsea are dominating. Um, anyway, so back to Man City versus Man U and Man City won 1-0 with Ware's rocket of a goal. Have I said her name right, Emmy? Caroline Weir. Yeah, that's the one. Her goal was amazing. It was on the left foot and it just outside the box. It was great. Yeah, it was. She intercepted a kick out from defence, touched it, touched it again, bam, back of the net. For me, that was the most impressive goal of the weekend. And there have been some great goals over this weekend. Um, I just want to say, though, I think Manu played excellent. Yeah. They really have proven themselves in this first match. They were promoted last year to this this league. And so I think. They have shown they deserve a place in this league. Yeah, Manu, Manu did really well. It's really good to watch them on the FA player. As we mentioned in the first episode, the FA player will be streaming all the games in the WSL, which makes it super accessible to watch it, watch them. But yeah, Man United played really well. I thought they had loads of chances. And I thought Man City's goalkeeper, Ellie Roback, did a really good job of saving goals. She also plays for England. She's quite a young player, but I think we're going to see a lot more from her. The other games that were played this weekend was Bristol City women versus Brighton on Saturday and it was a draw at the end with 0-0. Then on Sunday there were four games which includes the Chelsea versus Tottenham one. We've also got Arsenal versus West Ham which was 2-1 but then we also had Birmingham City versus Everton that was um, 1-0 to Everton and then the last last game was Liverpool versus Reading and that was 1-0 to Reading. Yeah, Farrah Williams 
from Reading scored a really good goal from a free kick. Yeah, I've seen that going around on Twitter quite a lot. Three goals from the start of the WSL. The Bethany England one, which we saw firsthand, Chelsea versus Tottenham. The Caroline Weir one, which we mentioned, Man City against Man United. And Farrah Williams for Reading. A nice little goal from a free kick against Liverpool. And I believe they were all outside the box. Yeah, really good goals this weekend. No, it was it was fantastic. It's really got me in the mood. That sounds a bit weird, doesn't it? <laughs> got me in the mood. What kind of mood? <laughs> no, it was just a fantastic weekend. I really enjoyed it. And it was so much fun to watch um, the Man City and Man U game on the TV in your own home. And then also the Chelsea versus... <laughs> <laughs> watching it on TV in some strange home. <laughs> You know what I'm saying to me. You really enjoyed it. Weekend was great. Bring on the Boom. So in this next section of the FM Football Podcast, this learning about football podcast, I'm going to give you some fast facts in 55 seconds. By the way, I put lots of F words in there. So you're doing 55 seconds. What was that? <laughs> fast facts in 55 seconds. Sounds good. A bit, a bit lost already, but let's see what you can do. Okay, great. So, Amelia, Amelia you're going to time me. These are all facts about the Women's Super League. Are you ready? I'm ready. So, cue intense music. And Amy, go. The women... <laughs> okay, so that just lasted three seconds. We didn't learn very much. Okay. Right, here we go again. Okay. Cue music again. Go. The FA. <laughs> I can just do this. Shut up. Do you want to stand up and do it? Yeah. <clears throat> and go. The FA Women's Premier League was founded in 2010 and got going in 2011. In 2017, the league was rebranded to what we know it as today, the FA WSL, and two important things happened that season. One, the league switched from a summer league to a winter league, operating from September to May. Moving it in line with other Euro leagues, the FA stated this should help improve player welfare, double participation and attendance. Two, it became a professional league, meaning teams had to reapply for their licence to earn a place in the league and meet some new requirements, including offering players a minimum of 16-hour-a-week contract, yes, just 16 hours a week, and former youth academy. As a result, Sunderland were moved down that year and Brighton and West Ham moved up, 12 teams currently compete in the WSL, compared to 20 in the Men's Premiership. These teams are Chelsea, Everton, Man City, Reading, Brighton, Bristol, West Ham, Birmingham, Liverpool, Man United and Tottenham. Boom! She's done it in 49 seconds! <laughs> Very impressive and... Oh, sorry, I couldn't have said that last bit a bit slower. So yeah, those teams were Chelsea, Everton, Man City, Reading, Brighton, Bristol, West Ham, Birmingham, Liverpool, Man United, the best team out there, Tottenham. Okay, and that... <laughs> 55 seconds. <laughs> no, that was really good, Emmy. So, as we said earlier, we've got a special guest joining us on the show today, and she's arrived. She's here with Donuts. It's Divya. Woo! Divya! Hey, Divya. Hi, so, as you know, me and Emmy play football, but we've never really followed the game on TV, apart from the World Cup, and we've seen some matches here and there. So we really are newbies to all of this, and that's the main reason we started this podcast, was to learn more about the women's game and support women's football. So we thought what would be great is for Divya, our teammate, to join us today. Divya is a big football fan and watches it, so we thought she could come talk with us on the show and talk about different women leagues and how they work in a bit more detail. Yeah, that's exactly it. We don't know much about women's football. We haven't followed it before. But we are going to now, and we've got a candy attitude and a willingness to learn, and we have Divya with us to teach us. So, Divya, let's start off getting to know you a bit better, well, for our listeners to get to know you. So, 
Who are you? Where are you from? Who do you support? Men's team, women's team? So I'm Divya and I'm from North London. Um, the men's team that I support is Liverpool. So naturally, I feel an affiliation to the, the women's team as well. Yeah, we were talking about teams earlier. Why do you support Liverpool, especially as you live in London? Yeah, it's, it's really weird. I have no personal connection with Liverpool, as in the city. So it's just from family pressure, basically, since I was young. So all your family support Liverpool? Yep, and I didn't really have a choice. And have you ever been to Liverpool? I have, yes. Okay. I've been to Anfield to see games. And have you seen been to the women's ground? Which is probably no. really cool. Yeah. <laughs> Do we even, does anyone, actually, as you're a Liverpool sport, does anyone know where the Liverpool ground is for the women? No, that's the strange thing. So, obviously, the women's teams, a lot of the time, they, they don't play where the men play. Yes, exactly, yeah. So, it makes it a bit tricky. Yeah, they normally know exactly where they play. And that's what me and Emmy were saying. It's hard. It's not accessible. Okay. So, to get to know you even more, I've put together some would-you-rather questions. <laughs> oh, God. So, Divya, are you ready to play? Would you rather? <laughs> yes, you are. Yes, I am. <laughs> we'll take that yes, silence. I... Say, yes, Divya. Okay, so first question. Who would you rather give a foot rub to? Lucy Bronze or Alex Morgan? Alex Morgan. Oh, my God, that was boom. That was quick. Easy one. Okay, up in it a bit now. This one's a little bit tricky for your moral compass, I think. Okay. Two, would you rather England women beat USA in a World Cup final or USA women footballers win their current claim against pay discrimination? Oh, we won't oh. judge you too harshly. It's got to be England in the oh. World Cup final. <laughs> <laughs> it's gone with a nation. It's gone with to England. be fair, I think I would probably say... Oh, it's hard, isn't it? I think I might say the same. Do you know what? I'm going to say uh, no. You have, you on, have to look at the merits, though, of, of the pay case, because I do think they get paid quite a lot, especially in comparison to the women here. Oh, OK, interesting. If it's not the same as men, though, in America, I'm going to have to go against you both and actually say, sorry, England, but I'm going to put... Well <laughs> But do you know what? I think well, that's because I'm not, as, I'm not very competitive. But if you think about it, if England win the World Cup, the women... Yeah. That will drive interest in women's football, especially in this country. And as yeah, football's so popular exactly. in this country anyway, that could end up having a knock-on effect. This is a great point. To increasing pay. And that's why Divya is here. Yeah, yeah. So for those of you who don't know, the pay uh, discrimination claim is with USA. Um, some women footballers have taken their football association to court um, over discrepancies against how much the men and women get paid. Okay, and now for the third question, Divya. If you could improve the lionesses, would you rather they were better in defence or better at taking penalties? Now, take your time. Hard question. I would say better defensively. Really? I'm surprised by that. Yeah, because we did really badly in the World Cup with penalties. And I think as a team, as a nation, men and women's England teams are known for being bad at taking pens and when it gets to that point in the game or we go to penalties, it's that really horrible like nerve reckon feeling that we're going to take some penalties and we're probably not going to do that well no I, I do agree but to do better in penalties it's all about confidence yeah that's true whereas defensively that's something you have to work on as a unit together in order to kind of tighten it up no that's really that's a really good point Divya and I think for a lot of these women they haven't played in such big stadiums when they went to France in front of such big audiences because the USA one was packed out so if, like, Steph Horton at the end, you can kind of understand why she just, like, 
didn't go down well and she just passed it. It's a lot of pressure. And even just watching them, like, I feel nervous. So they must be feeling like a hundred times worse than me who's just watching. Back to why you pick defence. Well, I think a strong defence is ultimately what's going to win you tournaments. Yep. And that's what the Lionesses need to do now because they've made such great progress over the last, like, decade. But now they need to just start winning tournaments. Thanks, Deborah, for partaking in that Would You Rather game. But now we're going to get on to the serious stuff. And the first question we want to ask is, how does a league work? Okay. Simple, as simple as that. Yeah. Because me and Emmy really are new to this, and there's maybe some listeners out there, because this is what the podcast is about, it's just trying to follow the women's game and trying to support it. Yeah. Okay, so a league is essentially a structure where you have a set number of teams that play against each other over mm-hmm. the course of like the season. So in terms of the point system, a win is three points for the winning team. If you draw the game, that's one point each. And if you're the losing team, you don't get any points. Okay. So at the end of the season, the teams with the most points play each other? Nope. The team with the most points wins. Wins. <laughs> and you're crowned champion. And how long do leagues usually last for? So... For the WSL, it's from September to May. Um, And in the men's game, it's fairly similar. So they just start a month earlier. So August to May. Do the men's team have more teams, though? Yeah, they have 20. Many, many more. So that's probably why it lasts that little bit longer, I guess. Yeah. So, So what happens with the people who are at the bottom of the league? So if you are bottom of the league, you get relegated to the league below. And what's the league below the WSL, Women's Super League? That's the championship. The women's championship. So you have the WSL at the top. It's the professional top league, and below it, the the women's championship. The women's yeah, championship. that's the second tier. And the men's equivalent that would be the Premiership League, and below that is the the championship as well. The championship as well. So before last season, the FA basically have rebranded and restructured the women's game to to kind of mirror the men's game. Ah, to I'd... make it a bit more familiar. So before last season, it was called WSL two. I guess that makes it easier to follow if it's relatable to the men's game, same sort of structure. That makes sense, because I remember when I did do some research into it last year, it came up with WS1 and WS2. That's it. And now I was wondering what, Women's Super League? Oh, okay, so they've rebranded it all. Yeah, they've rebranded and restructured. So there's a proper pyramid system now of, like, promotion and relegation. So apart from the Barclays FA WSL and the FA Women's Championship, which I now know is the tier underneath the WSL. What is the Women's FA Cup and the Continental Cup? How do they work? Can we start with the Women's FA Cup? Can you tell us a bit about that? Yeah, of course. Um, so both of them are tournaments. So yeah. tournaments, effectively, effectively, you don't have to be in the same league to play each other. You can be in different standards of football, but you might play each other. Exactly. Absolutely. You just get randomly drawn against a team. And then it's a knockout system until the final. So so what? So teams from the Barclays FAWSL and teams from the FA Women's Championship all play in this tournament, which is the Women's FA Cup. Yeah, so I mean, if we're starting with the FA Cup, the FA Cup is one of the most inclusive tournaments in football because basically any team can participate. Any like FA-affiliated team can participate so for the women's at the moment it's the top seven tiers of women's football can enter that tournament so last year there were over 290 teams that entered the tournament 
Wow. And this year there are 300 wow. that are entering the tournament. So what, across the UK? Across the country. So even in the men's game, it's, it's one of those tournaments that's quite magical because a team that's kind of local or small can end up playing a team like Arsenal or Manchester City. So it's, there's that kind of beautiful aspect to it. Divya, I really am learning so much tonight. I yeah, this is you. great. Yeah. There are many, many rounds to the tournament, quite a few preliminary rounds. And then the way it works is maybe the third round, the WSL teams will enter the tournament. So they don't start the tournament at the same time as teams from the leagues below. It's a way of kind of filtering the better teams out, if that makes sense. Oh, okay, so it gives everyone a bit of a chance. Exactly. Yeah, that'd be quite unfair if you were in the seventh league of the women's football and you ended up playing Arsenal. That'd be mortifying. It makes sense that you have to like work your way up to exactly. get to play them. Yeah, but you'll get to play with some of the England players. You like would left me. <laughs> no, but you know, I would be complaining, but I also would complain because yeah, you'd be nil. <laughs> yes. Okay, Divya, and we just have one more question. Could you tell us a bit about the um, Continental Cup? Because I didn't know it existed until today. Okay, so the Continental Cup is the equivalent of the League Cup from the men's game. What is the League Cup from the men's game? So it's essentially a, to- it's a tournament, another mm-hmm. tournament, so like the FA Cup, but it's only contested by the teams from the top two tiers. So in this case, it will be the WSL and the Women's Championship. So mm-hmm. only those teams will um, fight to win, I suppose. Continental just refers to the sponsor. Which is the tyres. That's right. <laughs> yeah, I think so, yeah. The tyres. How do you know that? <laughs> but you didn't know, I don't know, that the FA Women's <laughs> Championship didn't exist until this evening. Because we live in a capitalist society. And this is just a really good example of why brands should sponsor women's football. Absolutely. Okay, so I'm just going to do a quick recap just to see what I've learned. So the Barclays FA WSL is just the Women's League and it's just the top tier. Yep. And they play against each other and who's at the top of the league wins and then the bottom three potentially get relegated? It's just one. Just one. So because of the Ah, number of teams at the moment in um, the WSL and the Championship, it's just one team that gets relegated down. Okay. And then the tier below that league is the FA Women's Championship, yeah. which used to be the WS2 league. Yeah, WSL2. WSL2, sorry about that. Thanks, Divya. That's really useful. I feel me and Amelia have both learnt a lot. Learnt so much. Yeah, so good to have you on the show. We'd love to have you back, especially because you bought donuts. Very <laughs> tasty. Also, you bought knowledge. You bought knowledge, yeah. So much knowledge. So, no quick one before you go, final question. Who do you think is going to win the WSL or Women's Super League? I think it will be Manchester City. Oh, yeah? Between them and Arsenal, I think it has to be. Great. Thanks again, Divya, and we'll see you soon. Back on the show. High five. Woo! That was the sound of high fives. So, Amelia, it's quiz time. I'm ready. Yep. Just had Divya come in and give us pep talk, teach us about different leagues and tournaments. Come on, bring it on. Okay, here you go. So I've got five questions here for you. I need you to answer at least three correct. If you don't, you will have to do a forfeit. Well, we didn't agree this. Agree no, what? I agree that. <laughs> okay. Well, what's the forfeit first? Well, my first thought was the next game we go to see together, which was going to be West Ham versus Tottenham at the London Stadium, which you now said that you can't make. I was going to get you to start a chant, 
Yeah. <laughs> we need a bloody megaphone. Yeah, well, I think you could lead it. But seeing as you're not coming to that game now, drop out. I thought that we could put a forfeit to our listeners and they could send in suggestions via Twitter. That's absolutely fine because we probably don't have any <laughs> We do. Please tweet us. We know you're out there. Also, we definitely need some Twitter followers. Anyway, back to the quiz. So, you need to get at least three right. Here's your first question of five. Who won the WSL last year? Oh, right. I think it was Man City. Uh, no, but no, it was Arsenal. It was Arsenal, yeah. I got confused because of the bloody FA, FA Cup. Whatever. That's a tournament, mate. <laughs> it is. We learned that earlier. But yeah, so Arsenal won the WSL with a 4-0 victory over Brighton and Hove Albion. Oh, yes. Yes, that's true. Question number two. Hope Powell, former England women's football manager, is now manager of what WSL team? Chelsea. <laughs> no. Uh, it's Brighton and Hove. Don't listen. Okay, I think I need to slow down with my um, answers, but I went with Chelsea because um, I only know two managers, and that's Chelsea and West Ham. Not West Ham. It's um, Man U, because Casey Stoney. Yeah. Okay, question three. England player Bethany England, who made her debut in the England versus Belgium friendly recently, plays for which WSL team? I'm very confident with this Yeah. One. Chelsea. Yeah, because you saw her. <laughs> right. Question four. So I can't get these next two wrong. No, you can't. Obviously, it's forfeit time. <sighs> Question four. Oh, wait a sec. If I do get them right, is that your forfeit? You no. Nah. Yep. Okay, oh, carry on, carry on. So name three lionesses who play for Chelsea. For Chelsea? Yeah. Three lionesses who also play for Chelsea. Like the, the question before was... Oh, England, England, obviously. Yeah, Bethany England. That's one. Um, Kirby? Yep, Frank Kirby. Yep. So they have to pay for the... England, nine S's. Yeah. Okay, mini bright. Yeah, you did it. You got one right. So. Right. Two right, thank you very much. <laughs> so last question, all or nothing. Name two teams that joined the WSL this year. Oh, I know this. Go on then. Manchester United and Tottenham Hotspur. My gum, folks, she did it. <laughs> <laughs> and now, Emmy, you've got to do a forfeit. So, listeners, please send us <laughs> in your forfeit for That's Emmy. not fair. That's how the cookie crumbles. So, WSL, which team are you supporting? Do I have to pick one? You have to pick one, yeah. Okay, I can't, Emmy. I'm really struggling. And this is important because this team you pick, you'll stick with this for life. (laughs) Then I can't pick today. (laughs) I've got three teams I'm considering. Go on then. So, I've got West Ham. Are are these all London teams because you live in London? No. Okay. West Ham, because that's like where I'm from, from, so like Essex side. Nice. Brighton. Because I just have, I just love Brighton. You like going to the seaside. I just love Brighton. Some of my family are there. And then Man U. The reason is because my dad supported them when I was growing up. So I know a lot about, well, I don't know, but I, knew, I watched a bit of Man U when I was little. Your dad 90s. supported the men's mate. Yeah. Dad. And my mum supported Man U when she was like young, like maybe like when she was a kid because she fancied George Best. Glory Hunters. <laughs> Glory Hunters. I heard that. <laughs> I don't know what that means because um, I don't even watch football. Um, but yeah, but I really don't know. But um, I'm, I think I'm just because of how man you played, I think I'm going down down up north. Not down, I'm going up north. You're going up north. Wow. A southern escort, a northern team. I'm a, as my dad was, a Cockney Red. A Cockney Red. <laughs> that's the name they give people in London that support Man United Day. Yeah, so East London they should support West Ham. But I don't know that yet because I do really like the West Ham team and I think they really played well against Arsenal and especially that um striker Tom Thomas. She played really well. 
That's really interesting. I think I also had a bit of a dilemma about who I was going to support. I live really close to the men's Arsenal home ground. I live like 10, 15 minutes walk away. So first thought was Arsenal. But then I found out that they won the WSL three times. And I kind of want a bit of an underdog. I don't want a team to support a team that's just winning all the time. Uh, I also thought about other London teams. So I thought Chelsea. We went to Chelsea game. Also, looking at West Ham, again, another London team, and Tottenham. And yeah, I've gone for Tottenham because I also live close to the men's Tottenham home ground. As we said before, the women play a little bit further away, but I'm in that area. And also, I got to meet a professional football player in the pub afterwards. Yeah, Tottenham goalkeeper. I can't believe this. I left her for what, one second? Yeah, met a Tottenham player. I have a professional footballer's number in my phone. <laughs> She's not even making this up. <laughs> um, she was really nice. Yeah, I, I met Chloe Morgan, who's the goalkeeper for Tottenham. And yeah, she walked in with her tracksuit. One of my friends spotted her. Real, we realised it was a Tottenham player. Got the, it took a good 20 minutes for me to get the courage to go and talk to her. But she was so lovely. And I was like, right, that's it. I'm supporting Tottenham, Tottenham for life. That's a great story, though. You can't deny. And, yeah, she was so nice. I was talking about the game with her. Um, I was talking about how big the attendance was for the Chelsea-Tottenham game. And I was asking her questions like, does it feel weird playing in these big stadiums? And then, like, going back to your normal home ground where there's, like, only a couple hundred people there. I was asking her questions about how she got into football. I was asking her some really good questions. I kind of wished I was recording it. But she did say that she would come on an episode. We've got our first Ooh. professional footballer who said they'll come on Ooh, to the FN Football Podcast. First of many. Uh, yeah, so hopefully we'll get her on. Let's hope she didn't give you a fake number. <laughs> yeah, I haven't tried it yet. Jeez, what if she did? In that case, I'd be like, I hate Tottenham. <laughs> and we'll soon find Come out. on, Chelsea. Stay tuned. Um, but yeah, so I'm, I'm still in dilemma. Get back to me. But I think it's between West Ham and Man U. One more thing I will say about Tottenham. She can't, she can't get enough. <laughs> Go on. Their third kit is gorgeous. <laughs> Can you say gorgeous? I'm going to yeah. say gorgeous. Yeah, their third kit is like an aqua blue colour with a collar. Like oh, very, yeah. like, Italian 90. Oh, lovely. Yeah. So, so, I'm supporting Tottenham, Emilia TBC. Whoop. We're now going to F off now. Um, don't forget to keep up to date with the WSL. There's a great game, it looks like, on Monday the 16th of September, which will be Man U versus Arsenal. I'm very excited about that game. Yeah, that game is actually going to be showed on Sky Sports, so watch it or ask your local pub to screen it. That's what we're going to do. Yep, and then the next one to look out for is Sunday the 29th of September, which will be West Ham versus Tottenham, which will be played at the London Stadium, and Emmy will be there watching her favourite team. Coys! And what does that mean? Come on, you Spurs! She's uh, very committed, as we you can see. have to Google that. Um, but yeah, Spurs for life. Yep, she's got a tattoo already. And don't forget, you can follow us on social media. We have Twitter and Instagram. We post a lot about, obviously, women's football. So our handles are at F underscore in underscore football on Twitter and Instagram. And um, don't forget to post your forfeit. You can, you can definitely forget that, yeah. So thanks for listening, and I hope you learned so, as much as we have. Thanks again, Divya. Thanks, Divya. Oh, one more thing, that London Stadium match... West Ham versus Tottenham. There's still tickets available for that. Um, that's the London Stadium, so that's the Olympic Park Stadium. Yeah, I think tickets are £2, so get a ticket, go and see a game. Have fun. Support women's football. Support women's football. Woo! Till next time, guys. See ya. Have She won't let me go to the tour. <laughs> Shut up. <laughs> okay, so question two.